0: What is up, everybody? We've convinced Greg McHale from Greg McHale's Wild Yukon TV to leave the North Country and come <laughs> on down and visit us here at Vortex. Uh, Greg, what uh, what do you think so far?
1: Uh, to be honest, Mark, I I didn't know what to expect, and I rolled into the parking lot, and the first thing I thought is I'm you know rolling into a university campus. Um, walked into you know. In the front doors, and it's just—it's an experience. So, what uh, what you guys have got here, and the camaraderie, the 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 lifestyle, the the work atmosphere here, as I've never seen anything like it. So, congratulations! Um, you guys look like you're having a blast. You've treated us like gold, and we really appreciate it. So, it's great to be here with you guys. Thanks.
0: Well, awesome, Greg, and I'll tell you the best part about it is you're here right now, and so we're gonna talk a little bit about uh about sheep hunting greg you're you're kind kind of a big sheep hunter i know a little bit about sheep hunting i think you're the only person that i know that like hunts sheep every year and has like like a person maybe in wisconsin might have um you know like be like oh yeah i'm gonna show you my buck from this year my buck from last year i got pictures of this one like you have that but it's like sheep
1: yeah well i'm pretty fortunate to live where i do and sheep hunting is is my number one passion as far as hunting goes and yeah, so we get a lot of time in the mountains and are lucky to be uh, lucky to be in good sheep country.
0: Yes, sheep, good sheep country, good sheep shape, and you have good sheep gear, which is the subject of this 10-minute-ish talk. I'm going to emphasize the ish <laughs> on this one, everybody, but you brought some of your gear here. Okay. And we all, we all know that it's the gear that gets you up and down the mountain, right?
1: So the gear that I brought today is, um,
0: that was, that was, that was sarcasm. But.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, certainly there are, there are definitely things that, uh, that assist in getting up and down the mountain. And sometimes one of the pieces of gear, uh, a lot of our hunts, if I didn't have this thing, I would probably not be going anywhere at certain times of the day. So that's to, to lead into the gear that, so the gear that I I brought with me, it's obviously, it's not the, you know, it's not the things that, that, are normal that you would have to have, like, you know, obviously not a gun, not your optics. If anybody knows anything about sheep hunting and you don't show up with binoculars or a spotting scope, then, <laughs> then you have no business being in sheep country. So I left that kind of stuff out of it. Right. And just a few different things that, that I make sure that I bring on uh, every sheep hunt that just kind of help me get through it under sometimes adverse uh, conditions or,
0: Exactly, just, yeah, like we're talking here, you know, this is kind of like five five or you know five ish things that you should have in your pack when you're going sheep hunting that really might not be considerations that you'd make for a different type of hunting, yeah,
1: yeah, so oh, this is uh this is not part of it, this is my <laughs> my mics, <clears throat> so the easy the well, the quick thing is that it's on the top, so um, this is. A scope cover by okay. Air Armor Tech. Um, this thing is not. Uh, this is this is probably the number one item people are gonna go. Hmm. What's mm-hmm. What's that all about? Um, but it's an inflatable cover that goes over my scope. It goes over. You know, basically encapsulates everything from the scope down. So I've had uh, I've had situations where I've fallen down the mountain in a rock slide and my gun on my back of my pack protected by the scope cover and it comes out you know I came out in one piece and so did uh, so did my gun so this is this is one thing Um, I believe that this product right here is the number one piece of gear that I have that covers more you know more different scenarios that I could use it for than any other piece of gear and that's the key for me is having gear that will not just do one function, but is multifunctional.
0: So, and when I, when you first brought this out, I'm like, okay, nice to have, it's it's kind of big, it seems a little extra, uh, didn't assume that it was going to have multi purpose functionality.
1: Okay. So, the, the best thing about, not the best thing, just the fact that it is multifunction is, is amazing. So, it's easy to blow up, first also.
0: Okay, that was one good breath. Looks like you're done.
1: So then this goes on the scope. Now, obviously it protects your gun. Okay, that's the that's the first thing, and it protects it. It's made of um, I think similar material to what they make uh, airbags for vehicles out of. Okay. Um, and I put these things through the through the mill, and they they're they're amazing. It's made in the U.S. Um, this thing. Besides the fact that it's going to protect your gun if you fall or you put your, uh, often I just take my pack off and my gun sits on the very back of my pack, which a lot of guys have it on the side. I don't. Um, I've got my weight distribution with all of my gear dialed in and my gun is right in the middle of the back of my pack. So when I pull my pack off, I don't even have to worry about some days, you know, you're hiking for 10, 12 hours or whatever, and you're bagged out and like you're just tired you're done and you just want to you know drop that pack and i know that if that happens and i just kind of drop that pack there's no worries about it okay so that's number 1 number 2 i don't can't tell you how many times we've lost a sleeping pad in the in the middle of a hunt and then this thing becomes your sleeping pad for under your hips Okay. Which is, you know, I don't know if you're a side sleeper, but anybody spends a lot of time sleeping in a tent and your sleeping pad goes down, then it's, it can be a, a miserable sleep for the rest of the hunt. Yes. So this thing now becomes your sleeping pad.
0: Okay. Next. Just enough to kind of get you off the ground a little bit.
1: Yeah. Put, I put a jacket or whatever underneath my, my shoulders try to bring your shoulders up a bit and um, I sleep on my side so I never have to worry about you know my hips sitting on the rocks all night okay so that's and if you've ever been on a sheep hunt or any mountain hunt where you're you know you're going day after day um, having good sleep at night is huge and just having that time to recover after a good day of pushing um, is is really important and even if it's only four hours, it's four hours of good sleep versus eight hours of crap sleep is, uh, is a big difference. So that's number two. Um, it's uh, I often use it for like when I'm shooting and I'm, you know, on the animal, um, just put it underneath my arm to take up space.
0: Okay, sure. Yep.
1: Or if uh, I didn't, you know, I've often or in the past, I'm usually you have a bipod or whatever, but um, I can put it down on the rocks. Lean lean your gun. So just, and then in the snow, it becomes your butt pad. Hmm. Okay. So, or in the rocks, if you're sitting in the rocks glassing all day, and then, you know, just pull it off your gun, sit on it, and, you know, you can sit there in comfort all day long. You well, I mean, s-
0: you mentioned the durability before, and it definitely must have that if you're able to sit on it in rocky terrain, which you often find yourself in.
1: Yeah. The I have a, a gun case made by the same thing. Um and it's uh holy crap, we're all ready. <laughs> That's not gonna work. <laughs> we were definitely putting the I in ish today. Yeah. So, um I see the countdown, and I'm not used to a countdown timer, but um yeah, no, that it's great. Let's move on.
0: Um It looks like you could use it as a pillow too if you had to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I used it as a pillow. Oh, so.
0: maybe you even mentioned that before.
1: Um and then But really, it comes down to like again having good sleeps, Mm -hmm. right? So when you're talking about days in the mountains, you need to you need to sleep well at night, and the more shut eye you can get, and not worry about rocks. So that's why a sleeping pad, a good sleeping pad is a must. Mm -hmm. Is a must for me.
0: Which one do you have there?
1: Uh, That's a climate one.
0: What's the R value on it? Do you know?
1: It's pretty good. No, and there's and there's smaller ones too. That one's a... Yeah, 16 that ounces pretty,
0: pound. Perfect.
1: Yeah, I've 4 had...
0: 4.4. Yeah. Okay.
1: I've had ones that are that are smaller and, and lighter, and they work, but, you know, at the same time, on a long hunt, you want something that's going to be... It's going to make it through the hunt.
0: It's nice right? not to carry some of that stuff, but then when you want to use it a little little more, it can be better.
1: Okay. Trekking poles. Now, I started out hunting, and I remember the days when... um a guy would bring trekking poles on a hunt and these are usually clients when I was guiding Mm -hmm. and you know, we would see the trekking poles show up and it was kind of go, Oh no, like great. What kind of a dude do we got here? (laughs) And then, but after I started adventure racing and I started using trekking poles, um, adventure racing, then I started to move them into my hunting pack. And as soon as I did that, it was like, I'll never go back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, the weight that that thing that they take off your you know your hips your your knees on the way down the hill especially with a sheep on yep. your back you know it's it's huge and carbon are the only way to go as far as i'm concerned um light those ones are made by lecky um there's all kinds of good good brands out there and um yeah trekking poles are a must
0: uh you mountain hunt 10 10- billion times more than I do. But the occasionally when I get out and do it, like it's, it's just night and day, like they're life changing. They are life changing. It's like having four wheel drive.
1: They will save, save a guy's hunt. Mm -hmm. Like just having the ability to, to take that weight off and use your upper body when you're not, when,
0: whether it's going uphill or downhill, um, it's huge. Well, and then, you know, you're talking uh, the downhill it really—I don't know—it's like four-wheel drive up, and it saves your knees on the down. I know I've saved myself from taking some pretty nasty spills by being able to dig a pole in, and then also like sometimes you're so fatigued, you know. At least totally. I get fatigued. Totally, like, it, it'll kind of save you there when you, you know, maybe you're a little bit less stable than you normally are. Like you said, if you got a sheep on your back or you got a heavy load, like yeah, each.
1: That's really you know the steep uphills shorten them up. And, you know, and get underneath them and then lengthen them out for the downhills. And, yeah, use use them. You're, you're not going to be as fast, but you're going to be in control.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I like it. Once that's,
1: what do we got there? We're through three. And then this here is the must, right? It, there's nothing, you know, this is a Princeton Tech. I'm talking head torch. Mm-hmm. If, I don't know how many times we've been on hunts and one of us, which is typically me, um, forgets, uh, forgets a head torch or, you know, the batteries run out or die. And, um, like I've moved a lot during the night with, uh, with, with no light. So I can, I can do it from racing, but, um, yeah, we've had to hike back. I think the last time it really failed on me or, um, I failed not to, not to have it was, you know, a couple years ago and we had to do a Probably like a five or six k hike in the dark back to back to our base camp, um, and yeah, it's just uh, and you know you shoot a sheep at in the afternoon or shoot a sheep in the evening, and it's September, it's dark by nine o'clock, and you want to get back to camp, otherwise you're you know you're sitting you're sitting on the side of the mountain, you know there's nothing there's no trees to burn, so you just keep walking right yeah, and this uh, gets you home and. You know, hours of, you were talking about, a, you know, 2 a.m. hikes back uh, back to camp, right? Mm-hmm. You don't do it without a head torch. Nope. Uh, or else everybody around you better have one. And, and, yep. And then it still sucks. Yep. Like.
0: Yeah, inevitably. And I've done that too, where, uh, you know, like you have the person, you like, yeah, they got a, you know, they got a lamp on, you know, and then you're good. And all of a sudden they move their head like or something. You're like, yeah. uh oh, I don't know where I'm going anymore.
1: It's it's the worst place to be. It's almost better with somebody ahead of you and has a light. But if you got somebody behind you and then and you're using their light and then it's gone and you're tripping all. yeah. Yes. Anyways, head torch. Make sure you have it. Um, and then this is whether it's this is just my down down coat. Um, I don't go anywhere without down, without and whether on a sheep hunt if it's in August and I don't have don't use it, great. But it's for the weight of it. It weighs nothing. And it's, uh, you know, a lifesaver if you're sitting up there freezing your butt off and you can, you know, you pull this out and you throw it on. It's just like, so it doesn't matter whether it's rainy, if it's going to be a wet hunt or not. I've got a down jacket in my bag.
0: You are a man after my own heart, Greg. The, the puffy jacket literally is like, it's, it's, it's a non-negotiable as far as going in your pack, even if you think it's going to be nice. Like because inevitably you sit down the glass, maybe the wind comes up a little bit, something rolls in. Like you said, you, you, you put it on, you take it off. Multipurpose functionality. It can double as a pillow. You can, you know, like you were talking about using that other thing as a rear bag. It can be a rear bag. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll throw it in the top lid of my pack because I think, well, even though I'm not using it today, I might want to shoot off it. And then I don't know. And yeah. it's part of your sleep system. Totally. Love that. Ah, oh, I'm glad you brought that one up. I, that's the best thing
1: is so my question is there anything here that you didn't know of or that you didn't think was something that uh that made sense for you
0: the 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 air armor tech was not something that I had considered before until until you brought it out because I was like, yeah, you know I've got like a maybe a neoprene scope cover or something like that and but um and that's also because I kind of thought it just did one thing the and it's really not that it's not a crazy weight penalty either
1: no, no. Huh? No. It, well, it's it's air. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's but even like, like it's the fa- like
0: it looks like a heavy duty fabric. Like even you know the the bladder or air bladder or whatever. I'm sure it's got to be a heavy duty one. But it's not. I'd be curious to know how much that weighs. It's not much.
1: Yeah, I've never put it on a scale because it's not negotiable.
0: Right. And like the buckles are heavy duty. Like which is good. You're gonna want that. You know. Like you this needs to stand up. But like it doesn't. Yeah, I like that.
1: The yeah, that's the one thing that. Um, that for me is the game changer that if I was, you know, I, I think about, yes, I live in the Yukon. I get to hunt sheep every year. Um, I get to hunt sheep multiple times a year, but if, if I was going on a hunt that, you know, I didn't get to go every year, um, why would I not want to, why would I take the risk of not having the best protection for the one piece of gear that is the most important in the whole thing?
0: It's, it's kind <laughs> Which of, is your <laughs> weapon.
1: Yes. Because nothing happens without it, right? And if that thing at game time, when it's go time and it has to get done, if that thing hasn't been protected properly or it's been knocked and you don't know and you lack confidence in it, um, I mean, why wouldn't you? Everything could be for naught. Exactly. And, and nowadays, if you're paying $30,000 for a sheep hunt... Um, that's uh, that's that's about the cheapest insurance you're ever gonna get, <laughs> <laughs> and it's proven. You know, like I said, I rolled rolled down the mountain, and um, and my gun came out, and my scope came out pristine.
0: Well, and I'll tell you this: I've never had insurance that I could sit on, or partially sleep <laughs> on, or shoot off of. So that's uh, that's the best insurance uh, maybe I've uh, ever seen. I like it, Greg. I love this conversation. Uh, definitely definitely i mean these are like you said these are must-haves these are all must-haves some unique must-haves and uh this couldn't be more fitting you, when you, you came down here you brought us some sheep burgers we just finished grilling them up so if my eyelids look like they're about ready to close they are we just feasted on sheep burgers and even the weather was a little sheepy out there while we were grilling it was yeah, like perfect gray spitting spitting rain drizzle
1: yeah we had to, we had to tough it out we did <laughs>
0: Yeah, we had to tough it out. We're like, yeah, it's raining. Let's go inside. Uh, (laughs) But uh, no, cool, Greg. Can't thank you enough. It's awesome having you here and awesome tips on the gear. If you have any additional sheep gear questions out there, let us know. We'll let Greg know. He's the sheep guru. He's the guy you want to ask. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Greg. We'll catch you on the next one.